0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Bruchim and welcome everyone. I want to share with you some insights on Parshas Vayelech, the Shurim, uh, Friday, this week Thursday, sponsored by our dear friend Rabbi Tsar Rose of Los Angeles, Leon Nishmas, his brother, Svi Ben Levi Yitzchak, and Shama Shavan Aliya. Now I want to begin by saying, you know, we started this year, I wasn't sure where it was go- going to go. We began at the beginning of the year. Insights on the Parsha, questions on the Parsha. Now when you get up to Barashas, when you're learning Barashas, okay, it's not so hard to come up with some thoughts on the Psukim and Rashi. Some Parsha, I have to admit, I did get nervous. And then um, the only Eitzah I had, I, you know, having going to find something on, I don't know, Tzav, Tazria. So there's only one Eitzah. I have to daven that Hashem should give uh, good ideas. So Baruch Hashem, we made it this far. We had some material on every parsha, and uh, I'm very grateful that we have material on parshas Va'yelech as well. Va'yelech Moshe, and Moshe went. I have one simple question here: Where did he go? Do we ever find anywhere else that it says? It says, So what do you mean, he went? Since when do we introduce Moshe" with the words, he went? Where did he go? So I can't help but think this is the last day of Moshe's life. You would think on his last day, at least on the last day, he'll take it easy. He'll perhaps pause and reflect. No, until his last day, he was going and going. Mechayel El Chayel. He was, um, a, it should say, Bebechinas hoylech, He was not an oymate, he was a, the Bechina of going, 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 and he never stopped. Ivayelach Moshe, where did he go? Even b'yoyim Ha'achroin. Mechayel El Next. Moshe says, by the way, it's my last day, I can't really learn anymore. Okay, Moshe, that's what you needed to... Uh, I'm in the middle of my job today, alright? I'm, wo- I'm a wood chopper. I'm chopping my wood. You gathered me to come to your shir. That's what I need to come for? To know you needed to tell me this? This is so important that you can't learn today? Why do I need to know that you couldn't learn? Why is Moshe Rabbeinu delivering this message? It's my last day, I can't learn anymore. So the Suphzei says that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Chal Yisrael that Hashem was being kind to me. Hashem was making His death easy. Since Hashem closed the Mayone HaChachma to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have a desire for life anymore. Because what is Chaim without the ability to pursue Chachma? So here's my question. What's the end of the Pasuk? The Pasuk says, Moshe says, I'm 120 today. I can't learn anymore. And Hashem told me, Don't cross the Yardin. Yeshua is going to do the job. What does the fact that Moshe can't learn anymore have to do with his inability to take the Jewish people over the Yardin? And I think the answer is very simple and very important. We know that Klaal Yisrael, excuse me, that Eretz Yisrael is a very unusual land, it's not conquered with weapons with artillery. It's conquered with the Torah. Like the Kadusha Slavi says, as Eretz Kanan. Every part of Eretz Yisrael, we once had a very lengthy shear. Every part of Eretz Yisrael corresponds to a different chilek of the Torah. And by mastering a different chilek of Torah, you're able to conquer that part of Eretz Yisrael. That's why the city of Kiryat Sefer was not able to be conquered because it corresponded to the 3,000 halachas that were forgotten during the Avilas of Moshe. So Moshe is telling Chal Yisrael, I'm going to explain to you why I can't take you into Eretz Yisrael. I'm 120 today. I'm not able to learn anymore. And if I can't learn anymore, I'm I'm of no use to bring you into Eretz Yisrael. I won't be able to conquer the land. The psukim read like a glove. Next. Okay. All highly classified conversations should take place behind closed doors, and not broadcast the, over public airways. Okay, so uh, let's continue. Um, Hashem tells Moshe, it's time for you to die. Call Yeshua, and stand Him in the Ayamite, and I will command Him. Rashi says, I will energize Him. Hashem says, I'm going to be mechazik Yehoshua." So I just wondered very simply, did you read the Pesukim that come later? The psukim that come there are the the most depressing psukim in the entire Torah. Hashem tells Moshe, Moshe, you're going to die, and the nation's going to get up, and they're going to serve idols, and I'm going to get angry at them, and I'm going to hide my face from them, and then I'm going to destroy. Well, I'm sure Yehoshua got a lot of chizuk from that. Do you realize that Hashem says, let's get Yehoshua, the psukim that follow are literally the most frightening psukim in the Torah. So maybe you could say that the Psukim va'noichi Haster Aster, maybe that's a reference to Purim, somehow Purim would be Machazik Yehoshua. After all, Yehoshua is connected to Purim. I just realized, you know, there's a big question, the first mission of Megillah says that any city that has a wall around it from the time of Yehoshua Ben-Nun, and the Rishonim asks, why does the city have to have a wall from the time of Yehoshua Ben-Nun? Why not from the time of Achashverosh? So some Rishonim say, well, to give a covet to Yerushalayim that didn't have a wall around it in the time of Achashverosh. Some say it's because uh, there's it a connection between Yehoshua Ben-Nun and Purim because they come from Shevet Yosef, like, like Esther, and Mordechai. But now we could say, the Remez Tepurim in the Torah comes from the Psukim that Hashem spoke to Yehoshua ben Nun. But I think we could say that the Chizuk that Yehoshua ben Nun got was very encouraging news. Because in the most depressing Psukim in the Chumash, we also have the most uplifting Pasuk in the Chumash. Ki loi si mipi Zarai. Despite everything that happens and the hester Panim, the Torah will not be forgotten. Perhaps that was the va'azarzenu, the divrei chizuk that Yehoshua received. That's what it's referring to, va'azarzenu. One last thought. Moshe tells Yehoshua. I want you to know. Moshe commands the Leviam, take the Sefer Torah. And then Moshe says, You know, I know that after I die, you're going to act corruptly and turn away from the Derech. Rashi says, What do you mean after Moshe dies? Cloud, so you saw we're on the straight and narrow as long as Yehoshua ben Nun was alive. Says, Rashi, from here we see. Talmuday A person's student is as beloved as their own body. Because so long as Yeshua was alive, it seemed to Mashiach like he was alive. Isn't it interesting? Why does the Torah choose this juncture to tell me the idea that the Talmud of a person is as beloved to him as his own body? Why now? So we could humbly suggest because Moshe understands he's now appointing Yehoshua. He's about to leave this world. He's trying to give Yehoshua some here. He's trying to empower him and give him the mission, the charge, give him encouragement. So Moshe gives him the greatest encouragement he could possibly give. He He lets Yehoshua know. Yehoshua you should know, I love you so much that when, even when I die, it's as if I'm alive because you are Chaviv to me like myself. This is not just random that this is being expressed over here. Moshe Rabbeinu chose this juncture. Now that he's parting from Yehoshua, his message of Chizik to Yahushua is you should know Yehoshua. You know what you mean to me? What you mean to me is that Talmido Shel Adam um, Alav Kegufa. Okay, and you've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.